Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Woso Daily. I am Joey, and I have another host with me today. It is John High Octane from the Scuff Discord. How are you doing? Good, good. Back in the uh, back in the swing of things, and ready to watch some, uh, some more good games after these couple. Yeah, uh, I, and I guess the first game that we can go ahead and touch on, we'll just recap these last two games, nothing to preview, and I'll get into some more pod details at the end. But our first game to recap is a very good game, one that I thought could be super interesting, and it turned out to be a close affair, a 1-0 Columbia win over Jamaica. I think they said on the broadcast, Columbia's first ever win in a knockout competition. It was Uzme after a great ball in uh, from the uh, the left back, Guzman. She uh, took, it, took it down, finished it cleanly. Uh, Columbia also had a header hit the post, but at the end of the day, that goal was good enough. And so, John, what do you think about this Columbia side that seemed to be picking up steam at this World Cup? Yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't know how you can definitively say, like, oh, that team's going to, you know, obviously playing uh, England next. No, that team's just going to roll over Columbia. I mean, they've stood up to every challenge they've come across so far. Um, You know, obviously the Germany game was the big one. But, yeah, I mean, they just keep getting it done. And we know they have uh, players that, you know, can step up in in big moments and, and do what you need to do to keep advancing. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a neutral right now, Columbia should be your team. They're so fun. Uh, great player, great crowd. The fans showed up with this one yet again. And, uh, yeah, they got the result. A very even game, I thought. Um, Jamaica also hit the post um, on, like, a corner that I think it glanced off of the Columbia defender and hit the post. And then there was a couple of Jamaica players there that just missed it. But, yeah, I mean, this one easily could have been 1-1 or 2-0 or, you know, it was just a, a very uh, on-the-dice edge sort of game. But, yeah, Columbia continues to be the, the darlings of the, the World Cup so far, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. And when you look at the uh, the bracket as we head into the knockouts, it's really just them that would have been a super surprise heading into, you know, the round of 16. If you would have thought that uh, it would have been Sweden-Netherlands in that game, but since the U.S. didn't do well in the groups and then lost to Sweden, and the Netherlands took the U.S.'s spot and beat South Africa, really Colombia is the only team uh, in the last eight that is a real kind of you could say Cinderella or kind of a, a gr- really good storyline. Um, and I want to see them keep winning. See Linda Caicedo keep pulling off her magic. Didn't have the, the best game, but, you know, she did fine. And the rest of the team picked up where she has, you know, left off many times uh, and got the win. Drew Spence for Jamaica, I think, was the one who had the, the one chance that was particularly close. Uh, and for Jamaica, you got to feel a little bit disappointed because they were obviously the underdogs heading into this game. And I thought they comported themselves very nicely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jamaica didn't, like I said, very even game. This was not like a, uh, as we'll get to the other game, this was not a, a worst case scenario for anyone. Both teams very much looked, I think, how we expected them to look, deserved to be here. I mean, this just was a, a great matchup in the, in the knockout of the World Cup. And I think both teams uh, will be happy, obviously, with, with their efforts in the World Cup. And Jamaica, uh, hopefully, this will get their uh, Fed to support them a little more, as you can uh, Google quickly and read about how, how little support they get, if not for uh, one big benefactor. But, uh, yeah, I think Jamaica should be very proud. they got a lot to build on here and uh, will be a threat going forward, obviously. Yeah, I like, and I think for both these sides, and for a lot of these sides that kind of, I don't know, surprised us, but certainly made uh, noise at this World Cup, not a lot of support there. 
Imagine both of these sides if they got the same level of support as, say, the United States. Imagine just how much better they would be and already put in very good performances um, up to this stage. Colombia advancing. Jamaica, after a very solid World Cup in which, again, they got out of a group with France and Brazil in it, that is, uh, that, that's deserving of applause in and of itself. So uh, congrats to Colombia. They move on. Like you said, they will play England. And after that England penalty kick win in which they did not look an amazing side without Lauren James, anything is possible. I think the betting odds will be probably heavy towards England. Colombia could be the smart money there. So we will see how that one shakes out. Colombia advance 1-0 over Jamaica. And then at 7 o'clock on the east, it was France and Morocco. And even though I think we were all pulling for Morocco and really wondering if they could pull off a miracle, France let us know that they are that team. They went out 4-0 win. Uh, Diani got the first goal. Two more in quick succession after that. And Lace Samara added her brace on the 70th minute. 4-0, John, 75% possession towards the French. This was a domination. Yeah, this is pretty much worst-case scenario for Morocco. I mean, we know what they want to do. Um, you know, play defense, tip one goal, hope for the best. Um, you know, the classic underdog in a World Cup. And and France came out and just blitzed them in the first 20, what, 30 minutes, I think. They had three already. Diani was just unplayable. Had the goal, had an assist on the second goal, then also forced a turn the turnover that because the third goal. I mean, she was just all over the place, just absolutely killing Morocco, and and they, they had no answers. And you know, once once Morocco goes down, it's most likely over. Once they go down three nothing, it's absolutely over. And uh, yeah, like I said, this one this was not the script you wanted to follow if you were Morocco, but this is uh, you know what you expect from France. Great team, great players, as Diani showed today. Uh, can absolutely get you through. Yeah, she is a magician. We we love her. Uh, she, yeah, like you said, scored the first 15th minute, assisted in the 20th, and then assisted again in the 23rd. So in a span of eight yeah. minutes, that's three goal contributions. She is the real deal. Maybe putting her, I think she's probably at this point player of the tournament. Uh, obviously, the most important games are still to come. But she is making a case for herself as to why she is one of, if not the best player in the world. She is putting on a show. For Morocco, like we said, a bit of a disappointment. After you get that first goal, the second goal in, the plan starts to fall apart. And credit to them, they got far, much farther than I think they would expect uh, coming into this tournament. Getting that magical moment after that win against Colombia and watching on the phone and like the tears of joy after they advanced were you know truly magical to watch um unfortunately it does come to an end uh at the hands of a very very good France team one of the best teams in the world a contender to win the whole thing so Morocco can go home with their heads held high as for France they advanced to take on Australia that should be a really fun game especially with oh, yeah. the home crowd supporting the Aussies but yeah it is France that go through. And John, that's basically it for these two games. Anything more you want to touch on? Yeah, not much. I mean, Morocco, obviously, just like Jamaica, hopefully this uh, 
this is a great building block for them. I mean, they, I think, were the second lowest, maybe third lowest ranked team coming into this tournament, advanced out of a group with Germany. Uh, never take that away from them. That was not something. Show me anyone that had that prediction going, you know. They exceeded all expectations, I would say, and they should be happy, you know, with getting this far. Obviously, the result in this one, not what they were looking for, but there's nothing to, nothing to be disappointed about, uh, in my opinion, for them. And, you know, hopefully we see great things from uh, going forward. Yeah, I completely echo all those thoughts. And like like you said, these two teams that were knocked out today had remarkable tournaments just to get to this point, and they can go home, make a case as to why they are deserving of the help, the support uh, from their federations as the men's team are because they have put together strong, strong performances in this World Cup. Again, like we said, one of the advantages of moving the 32 teams You can get more stories like this, and I think uh, Jamaica and Morocco can be really, really happy with the effort that they put out in this tournament, like we said, knocking out Blue Bloods in the group stage just to get to this point. So, a little bit of pod information. Because there is nothing to preview or recap tomorrow, we will be off. That'll probably happen again after the quarters and maybe after the semis. I need to uh, look at the schedule for that. So we will be off tomorrow, but then we will be back to preview the first two quarterfinal games on uh, the 10th of August. And then obviously we will, uh, it'll be business as usual for the rest of the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and obviously those last couple days leading in to the finals. So off tomorrow. Then we'll be back. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Thank you, John. Thank you, listeners. We will be back, like I said, in two days to preview the Spain-Netherlands game and the Japan-Sweden match. So both of those should be absolutely fun games to preview and watch. And so until then, we'll see you.